walking with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Cause the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away. Direct King's Court starts now.
good Wednesday morning, St. Louis and all parts, northeast, south, and west. We welcome you in. This is the Window World King's Court. Kevin Slayton with you. Broadcasting live every morning on KevinSlaytonShow.com. KevinSlaytonShow.com. As we always mention, the podcast is available here on our website. It's also available on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Google, Anchor. Any place you listen to podcasts, you'll find our show. And we always start out with a weather report. It is beautiful this morning. It is fall. You open your window and you feel like you're in the mountains. Fresh mountain air. No humidity. Whew. Yabba dabba and do. It's a wonderful day for you. Our phone lines are always open. 636-538-0746. A more detailed weather report, of course, is the hurricane. Down in Florida, we're going to get into that. Our prayers are for everyone down there that they got to a highland or if they're inland, batting down the hatches. And I know a lot of people down there who are in the uh, line of the hurricane who I've checked with who are okay. So we hope they continue to be okay. Is that perhaps Category 5, we don't have many of those. Category 5 storm hits the Gulf side of Florida and moves across Florida. Category 5 is sustained winds of over 155 miles an hour. Right now, the gusts are hitting 155. So it's going to be a brutal one. No more brutal than our governor, our government, with a guy who calls himself the president, who called three different liberal mayors down in Florida, but didn't call Ron DeSantis. We'll get into that a little later. You're going to hear about that. It's unbelievable, isn't it? You talk about a petty little candy ass. Amy Klobuchar, the senator from Minnesota, says that a bill the Democrats have put in will cure hurricanes. If we had only known this 75 years ago, we might have been able to kill the first hurricane. But now we can kill hurricanes. Obama appears on the scene to call you, me, and every other Republican a racist, yet he's too cowardly to actually use that word with regard to illegal aliens even though I didn't see him on the welcoming committee in Martha's Vineyard when the plane load arrived. I saw someone, a liberal, on social media post uh, what they thought was a clever meme, and it said, anyone willing to put people in planes is willing to put them in boxcars. Can you imagine comparing Ron DeSantis flying illegal aliens who are criminals from a small border town, Eagle Pass, Texas, to a thriving enclave for the wealthy in Martha's Vineyard. And that's being compared to putting Jews on boxcars in Germany. This is how insane they are. Truly, I mean, they're insane people. I I couldn't help but respond to that. And I wrote, actually, I don't think Biden would put people in boxcars, though he did put them on planes. And then they have no comeback, you see. All you have to do to disarm a liberal is to talk common sense and cite facts because they're too stupid to have considered that before they blabbered their illogical and illiterate mouth. Imagine comparing that that scenario that DeSantis created for them to putting Jews on boxcars. Why don't we talk to any of the Jewish descendants of those who actually were on boxcars and see if they would have preferred a trip from Eagle Pass, Texas, to Martha's Vineyard, 
rather than getting in a boxcar and going to Auschwitz. See if they compare the two equally. The insanity level has reached DEFCON 1. They're nuts, and they're going to get creamed in November. I mean, this is going to be the blowout of blowouts. This is going to be the Category 5 of elections. It's a Republican hurricane that's getting ready to hit these illiterate buffoons. And I hope, of course it never will, but I hope it makes them so angry that they leave the country. They never do. They always say they're going to. George Bush gets elected. Alec Baldwin said, I'll go to Canada. Of course, he never did. Instead, he went on a movie set and murdered a woman. That's Alec Baldwin, though. And the rest of them who said that chair was going to leave, why not? Why don't you go? Or better yet, why don't you house a bunch of these illegal aliens in your mansions? I've never heard one of them offer that. Have you? Not one of these little bleeding hearts who compares Ron DeSantis to Heinrich Himmler. I haven't heard them offer their homes. Like I said, I didn't see Obama on the welcoming committee up in Martha's Vineyard. But then he called us a racist. (laughs) He's a fruitcake, too. (laughs) CNN's carrying Biden's water for him, claiming that the border is indeed not open. Of course it's not. I don't know if you saw the story about the uh, Nord Stream pipeline being sabotaged and blown up at the bottom of the Baltic Sea. Now oil and spilling off all into the Baltic Sea. Boy, the climate change freaks must want to lose their minds, except, except there's ample evidence that that noted climate changer, Joe Wuhan Willie O'Talabiden, is the guy who blew it up. Yeah, we did it. That's surely what the evidence says, and Biden's own words. Remember, we give you the unvarnished truth, backed by facts and evidence, and we'll give you that in a few minutes. Incredible, isn't it? They continue to talk about, and and Biden was doing this yesterday at the White House, talking about nonsense, but then saying at the end that he wants us all to be unified. And yet, all of the violent talk comes from them. Some of it comes from me, but most of it, in terms of the politicians, it all comes from them. I wouldn't mind kicking any of their asses, actually. But you're going to hear the call to violence coming from liberals. They're so desperate. Charlie Kirk will be along to tell you how they've run out of words. The liberals have run out of words. (laughs) Well, they're always lying. So all that natural gas spilling into the Baltic Sea. And who did it? Who's behind it? Well, the evidence is going to tell you that it was us. Well, not you and me, but Wuhan Willie. Hey, did you know that the January 6th committee is still alive and kicking? And they've got a primetime event on tonight, which they promised through the mouths of Liz Cheney, Jamie Raskin, and Adam Schiff, three of the most prolific liars in history. New evidence, stuff that we'll want to see. Nobody is watching, you buffoons. Nobody has watched, and nobody will watch. Because you're born liars. And you're going to see how the liberals now have turned on Kirsten Cinema. 
Now, Kirsten Cinema fought against the filibuster being changed along with Manchin. They weren't going to do this. They weren't going to do that. And then, of course, they both caved like the liberals they are. But the liberal brethren became vicious toward Manchin, as we all know. And now Cinema, and they're even more vicious to Cinema because she's a woman, after all. You know, the party that is out for women's rights, they love to beat up on a woman. And so they do again with her. And then you're going to hear some freak from PETA claiming that there should be a nationwide boycott by women of having sex with any man who eats meat. (laughs) You think I'm joking. You think, man, he's gone off the deep edge now. He's making shit up. Nope. Nope. I can't make that up. It's the most asinine thing in the world. If I sat down and said, what can I make up that will really be asinine that I can attribute to liberals. I would never come up with that because I would think people would say, Kevin, can't you do better? And I don't want people saying that. But it's true. I didn't make it up. You'll hear it right out of the woman's mouth. As if anyone wanted to have sex with her to begin with. I love it when these women want to boycott having sex and no one's having sex with them anyway. <laughs> that would be like me saying, I'm going to boycott being a millionaire today. I'm not going to do it. It's the, the level of insanity grows every day. It gets deeper every day. Now, if you're down there in Florida, you might want to call Zycan Exteriors because you're going to need some help. Now, Zycan Exteriors is right here in our town. Thank goodness we have them. Because what protects your greatest investment, your home? Your roof. And if your roof has damage to it, that means your home is in jeopardy. It means your greatest investment is in jeopardy. Now, how do you protect that? Well, you might want to get peace of mind knowing that the roof is in great shape and it's not leaking into your home. How do you do that? Well, you call Zycan Exteriors. No, 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 you're not going to have to pay. It's free. It's a free damage inspection, 636-345-6873, 345-6873. From the east side, 618-806-6911, 806-6911. Now, I made that call because I had suspected something was up. I saw shingles flying through the air off my deck one day, and I thought, where would those come from? Well, little did I know it was my house, my roof. So when Zycan came out, my insurance adjuster met them at the house. They all went up on the roof together. And when they came down, I got a full roof replacement with all upgraded Owens Corning shingles because I did have a leak. Now, that free damage inspection isn't designed to find a leak. It's designed to make sure you know your roof is safe. If it isn't, they'll tell you. But if it is, as they've done with many of my friends and listeners to the show, they'll tell you, good luck. Call us if you need us, but you got a clean bill of health. A lot of the fly-by-night operators will come knocking through the door. Can you imagine the fly-by-night operators that are setting up camp in Florida right now? All these criminals who are going to run in there and tell everybody, we'll give you a cheap roof, we'll give you a cheap roof. And then the roof that they'll put on will be worse than the one that's damaged. That happens here, too. They'll be knocking on your door and everyone in your neighborhood after every storm. Beware. You get a bad roof, two weeks later it's leaking, you call them, they're gone. They're off to the next place. Zycan Exteriors doesn't do that. They've been here since 1949. They're going nowhere. 1949. 
They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. The storm damage experts can be reached easily. 636-345-6873. All right, we mentioned this hurricane. Jeff Piotowski is one of those guys who is covering the hurricane for the Weather Channel. And late last night, here's what he envisioned happening today. It's forecast to make landfall as a cat four about midday tomorrow. Winds gusting from 130 to 156 miles an hour. Uh, extreme catastrophic storm surge of uh, 10 to 15 feet uh, in the port here and also uh, just south here in Fort Myers. So we expect extreme storm surge, catastrophic winds, and also the bigger issue as we get into the day later Wednesday, Thursday, into Friday in central Florida from the um, southwest coast on up to Tampa. We expect 15 to 25 inches of rain. Think about that. 15 to 25 inches of rain. The water damage is what's going to be the worst, but that is an evil forecast. Wow. I guess living in Florida comes with some perks, but it also comes with that. Hurricane season. Now, if we only had a cure for hurricanes, wouldn't it be wonderful if you were the person that came up with a cure for hurricanes. You could stop hurricanes. Wouldn't you be in demand? Wouldn't you be wealthy? You wouldn't have to pretend to be a millionaire. You'd be a millionaire several times over. Imagine what the world would pay you if you could stop hurricanes. Well, Amy Klobuchar could do it. She's a liberal senator from liberal Minnesota, and she's insisting that the latest Democrat bill will indeed stop hurricanes. We just did something about climate change for the first time in decades. That's why we've got to win this as that hurricane bears down on Florida. we got to win in the midterms. We understand that. <laughs> what? They just passed a bill that addresses the climate change and these hurricanes. So if we win the midterms, there are no hurricanes. <laughs> When I tell you that the insanity has reached new depths, new heights, that's what I'm talking about. Hurricanes can be stopped if the liberals just win the midterms. Oh, yeah, their climate change ideas. Oh, my God. By the way, that natural gas pipeline that was sabotaged, no doubt blown up by our government, the natural gas as a friend of mine who knows, is methane, and that is supposedly the worst cause of climate change. So Mr. Climate Change, who thinks climate change is the worst threat to mankind in history, Wuhan Willie, by all evidence, including his own mouth, blew it up. We'll get to that. I mentioned earlier, he, he called liberal mayors in Florida, but refused to call the governor. Now, when the FEMA spokesperson addressed the media, they were asked about that. What the hell's going on when you're not calling the governor of the state? He's made conversations with the mayors. So is there any reason why not the governor? Again, we have a strong team that's in place supporting the governor right now, working side by side with him and his staff. We'll continue to stay engaged with him. In other words, I'm full of crap. And I'm going to give you this answer. Because the lowlife has not called DeSantis. And we know he hasn't. And shortly after that report aired on national television, 
he called DeSantis. I mean, I don't know how you explain this guy's behavior. I'm not even talking about the insane, insanely stupid stuff he does. I'm talking about the petty, juvenile vindictiveness of this vile, evil person. This lying cheater. This scumbag who has taken the economy to new depths while telling you it's reaching new heights. Brilliant. I'll tell you what, if you can sell that, you can sell ice cubes to an Eskimo, as my mom used to say. But while you're at it, ponder the thought that simply because you believe that illegal aliens should not be allowed to come into our country except through the proper venues and processes, you are a racist, according to that chief racist, Barry Hussein Obama, the mulatto, the racist man who stirred racial divide every single day for eight years. And now he's calling us racist, but he's too cowardly to use the word. No one ever accused Obama of being a strong guy. He's a coward. Where I come from, well, I won't even say the word. But here he is calling us racist, but doesn't have the spine to use the word racist. But I will say that right now, the biggest fuel behind uh, the Republican agenda is related to immigration and the fear that somehow America's character is going to be changed if people of darker shades, there are too many of them here. Hmm. So you're a racist. The character of America is going to be changed if people of darker shades, if there's too many of them here. Since when did you abdicate enforcing the law? Back when you were running for president, you were a big proponent of, of imposing the law on illegal aliens. In fact, you blamed George W. Bush for the catastrophe at the border then. So this two-faced racist himself, Hussein, calling you a racist because we're afraid that the character of America will change if too many darker shades are here, First of all, it will change. Let me let me make that clear. When you allow people unvetted to come in here, yes, the character of America will change. We've seen it. We've seen murders and rapes and drugs. My God, does this guy not recognize what's going on with the fentanyl? They're disguising it as sweethearts. Just in time for Halloween. But this ass thinks that if you question that, you're a racist because you're afraid of the American character changing with too many shades darker than us. And yet when he ran for office, he didn't think that way. He thought those darker shades shouldn't be here. This administration, the Bush administration, has done nothing to control the problem that we have. Uh, We've had five million undocumented workers come over the borders uh, since George Bush took office. Uh, It has become an extraordinary problem. And The reason the American people are concerned is because they are seeing their own economic position slip away. Boy, that sure sounded like a different guy, didn't it? Wasn't calling anybody a racist then because he was the one saying it. He's the one saying that he doesn't want the darker shades of people, too many of them here in the United States, that our character would change. 
He didn't want it. But now he says, if you feel that way, you're a racist. Again, it's so easy to catch these prolific liars with their own words. What a low-rent son of a bitch that guy is. He's always been that. Always. And And when he speaks, because someone wrote sometime that he was a great speaker, and he's not, he's anything but, he loves to make you think he's this hip-hop deep thinker. The pauses, the accentuating the last word of what he says. He really thinks he's cool, too cool. And yet, he wasn't part of the welcome wagon crowd for these darker shades when they came to Martha's Vineyard. Didn't want anything to do with them, in fact. Got out of Martha's Vineyard. Left. He didn't say, Hey, I have a $15 million Oceanside mansion with 300 acres or something like that. You want to come and stay there for a while? We can put tents up. No, no, no. Mr. Calling You a Racist wanted nothing to do with those darker shades of people. Nothing to do with them. Didn't want to shake their hand. Didn't want to say hello. Didn't want to welcome them. Left. Left Dodge without any instructions for the illegal aliens that he loves so dearly now to stay at his place. Was he afraid that they would change the character of his house? Huh. I wonder. Now, we'll never know because none of the cowardly media will ever ask him. He, like all politicians, speaks only at these symposiums where whoever the moderator is is as dumb as a block of dirt. And I mean literally that stupid. They sit there and they nod, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Now you'd think for the fee they're paying Obama and his ilk for speaking at these things, for that fee you'd think that they could at least ask real questions. Like when Obama said that we're all racist for this, but wait a minute, that's not what you said when you were running for office. You were against illegal aliens coming into the country. You were afraid they would change the character of our country if there were too many of them here. You cited five million that George Bush had let in. Two million of them have come just this year. And last time I checked the calendar, we're only halfway through the ninth month or almost through the ninth month. We have three months to go. But Obama doesn't care about that. You're a racist. Always remember, above all, you're a racist. I don't care what you say. Ted Cruz, what do you think of Obama calling you a racist? What utter garbage. Look, I, I know the Democrats have one card in their entire deck, and it's the race card, and they scream racist, racist, racist. But you know what, President Obama? You know what, President Biden? You know what's racist? When Joe Biden sits by and lets four and a half million people cross into this country illegally and he doesn't care. You know what's racist? When Joe Biden can't be bothered to go down to the border and see the little girls and little boys being sexually assaulted by international cartels. You know what's racist? When Joe Biden doesn't care about the Hispanic women being raped by the cartels. You know what's racist? When Biden doesn't care about the dead bodies that the cartels leave on Texas farms and ranches across the southern border. You know what's racist? That Biden will do nothing to stop the 100,000 fentanyl overdoses that happened last year. That is grotesque. And you know what's racist? 
when all the lily white folks on Martha's Vineyard sit back and say, no, 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 we don't want any illegal immigrants here. Send them to South Texas. They can deal with it. That is grotesque. It's offensive. And even to this day, Joe Biden doesn't give a damn. Carpe quadruple diem Ted Cruz. I've never heard him that fired up. He ought to be fired up. These bastards keep calling us all racists. He's sick of it. When the real racists are them. I mean, if you're a Democrat, if there is one out there listening, if you're even capable of listening, do you not look at this and say, they're such hypocrites. How can I support these hypocrites? Or do you just hide with your head in the sand like these people do that post on social media that I just laugh at and mock because they're so stupid? They're unbelievably stupid. Don't you say to yourself, why am I supporting these people? But you could just begin. You don't even have to deal with this kind of stuff. You could just begin with a simple question. What have they done to help you? Please tell me. I'm all ears. I will listen. You don't have anything, but I'll listen. But you better make sure it's factual, because if it isn't, I'll tell you to go to hell. You're full of crap. But you don't have anything, because they haven't done a single thing to help you. And here's a hint. They never will. Let me do it like Biden. They never will. Ever. They never have. What would make anyone think that electing a Democrat would be beneficial to this country when the Democrats have never done anything to benefit anyone, with one exception, the Civil Rights Act in 64? And that was only because Martin Luther King Jr. pressed that bigot, Lyndon Baines Johnson, into doing so. It's incredible to me how many white bigots are Democrats. Now, they think that allowing all of these illegal people into the country is going to result in a windfall of votes for liberals. They might want to think again because, as is always the case, liberals don't listen to the people that speak. They just assume. They take for granted that the blacks will indeed vote for them, that the liberals will indeed, or excuse me, that the Hispanics will indeed vote for them, that the Jews will indeed vote for them. Well, I don't know about the Jews, but I know the blacks and the Hispanics are turning. And if you just listen to them, you'll understand. Here's some Latinos who aren't quite happy with the way Democrats treat them. We were already conservatives. We were already with conservative values. It's just nobody noticed. They took us for granted. The party, the Democratic Party, left me. We are not to be taken advantage of. We are not to be assumed that because we're Hispanic, we're naturally going to vote Democratic. But that's what they think. And that's an insult. But that's how they value blacks, Hispanics, any minorities whatsoever. You vote for them, or as Biden said, you ain't black. I assume he also means to the Hispanic community, if you don't vote for me, you ain't Hispanic. Because you'll do what I say. Otherwise, you don't even belong to that race of people. You're not You're not black. Even though you're black, you're not black. You ain't black, Mr. Grammar. 
So that's what the Latinos think. See, rather than pay attention to media or politicians, how about what do the people think? Well, we now know what they think. And none of them were complaining on that plane ride up to Martha's Vineyard that somehow or another they're being used as a political pawn. They all voluntarily got on the plane to go to Martha's Vineyard. Somebody probably said to them knowingly, Eagle Pass, Texas, Martha's Vineyard. Where do you prefer to go? Here's a little synopsis of Eagle Pass. Here's one of Martha's Vineyard. Such torture. Boxcars. That's the ultimate insult. Boxcars. It's laughable, isn't it? And as I said, CNN just carries Biden's water regarding this border. They want you to know the border is not open, doggone it. Even the people who authorities encounter but are not rapidly expelled still face court proceedings that often result in eventual deportation. Now, of course, some migrants do evade detection and sneak into the country. Some others manage to stay despite deportation orders. Nonetheless, open border is inaccurate. Open border is inaccurate. Huh. Then how is it that two million illegal aliens have crossed into this country already this year? Does that sound closed to you? If two million people came through your house in the past year, would you say, gosh, I'm sure glad my house is closed? No, you wouldn't because you're not an idiot. And and I believe, I honestly am starting to believe that these people like this CNN guy are really that stupid. They're certainly that gullible. They say it with such conviction. Saying the border's open is inaccurate as we see video every day. Well, guys at CNN wouldn't know because they never cover the border. The only people that cover it are Fox. Not one other network, not one, has had a reporter down there. So I guess they figure, see no evil, hear no evil. It's not happening. We don't see it. It's not happening. Then you've got that bonehead Newsom. (laughs) He's just too good. I I really want him to run for president. He's now going to (laughs) ban all gas furnaces, all the gas furnace heaters by 2030. He's banning them in California. Never mind that he doesn't have the authority to do that. Leo Terrell lives in California. Leo, are they driving the middle class from their homes? They're driving middle-class Americans out of their cars already and now out of their homes. And, and, and they use this phrase, Steve, of this is going to help those who are in the low-income and disadvantaged communities. They can't afford a car. They won't be able to afford a house. And our current power grid is deficient. The only people who are going to be able to live in California by 2030, Nancy Pelosi, Gavin Newsom, the people in Silicon Valley, right. and Hollywood, because we can't afford it. It's, we don't have the money for the average citizen. How about that? Nobody will be living there. <laughs> you won't be able to. But that doesn't stop Gavi because he'll steal enough money where he can afford to live there. Pelosi will steal the same. Although she's claiming she's going to move to Florida. You think Florida wants her? I'd venture a guess. The only two states that would ever accept Pelosi willingly is California and the other one would be New York. Nobody else wants her. Not even Chicago. What would you want her for? DeSantis has to figure a way out to not let her into Florida. There's got to be a way.
Well, maybe once the Republicans get power, she'll be in jail. That'd be a way. We could send her to a Florida jail. We could do that. Don't just sit back and just scratch your head every time you hear these people speak and say, how in the MFing world did these people ever get into positions of power and authority over us? How? Senator John Kennedy wonders about it all the time. It's a mystery to him. Um, It's always been a mystery to me how some people made it to the top of the food chain. Um, I'm I'm talking about our woke leaders um, here in D.C. and and in, in some of our major cities who persist in advocating defunding and disrespecting the police and uh, and other such um, dumbassery. <laughs> dumbassery. <laughs> oh, that's just so good. That should be a slogan for the Republicans. Vote Republican or dumbassery. It's mind-boggling that they're that stupid. Of course, they are. And that's what I keep trying to get across. For a long time, I kept thinking it was all political theater. All the nonsense they would talk was just what they think will get them elected. Now, I don't think that anymore. They're prolific liars. That's number one. They say whatever whatever they think will get them elected. doesn't matter. But they actually believe this crap. It's incredible. They want to yell and scream it. I never thought, I've always thought, I should say, that our country was borderline illiterate. I never thought that it had gone well beyond the borderline into illiteracy. And so I truly believe that if you're a smart person, you're what I call a 98 percenter. You're smarter than 98 percent of this country, and it isn't a compliment. No joke, as Biden would say. No joke. I mean, it's just, I mean it sincerely. I'm not kidding. No joke. Any country that has someone that stupid in charge of it is illiterate by its very nature. These people are actually in power. In a country where the people supposedly rule. Of course, we don't. We sit back like the apathetic failures that we are and let these bastards run all over us. And then when you claim, you know what, you push us a little further, there's going to be a civil war. You're an extremist. You're a racist. You're a warmonger. You hate America. You're the threat to democracy. They've always got something ready for you if you disagree with them. I can always use the analogy, you don't let your wife or husband push you around like this. Why do you let these bastards? And now the woke crowd is coming after Biden because he had the Atlanta Braves at the White House, the Braves who won the World Series last year. Just a little bit late having them at the White House a year later. We're coming up on another World Series. But nonetheless, it's a tradition of presidents that do that. But now the woke crowd wants to know why Biden hasn't said the Braves need to change their nickname. Well, never fear. Karine Jean-Pierre, the little black lesbian has weighed in on it and tells everybody you can be assured and reassured that good old Joe Willie wants that nickname changed. 
We believe that it's important um, to have this conversation. Uh, you know, and, uh, and Native American and indigenous voices, uh, they should be at the center of this conversation. Uh, that is something that the president believes. That's something that this administration believes. <laughs> what does she ever say? That they should be part of the conversation. The Indian people should be a part of the conversation. That's what we believe. Well, here's the truth, okay? I think it's a nightmare of stupidity that anyone is has ever pressured these teams in college and pros to change their nicknames. And I think it's even worse that these teams actually caved in. If I were a fan in a city where they did that, like Cleveland, for instance, the Cleveland Guardians, are you kidding me? They're the Cleveland Indians, and they always will be. And the Washington Redskins. We can understand how Washington was pressured to change. They're Washington. But if Biden really felt that way, which he does not, but if he really felt like the Braves should not be called the Braves, why would he be a hypocrite and honor them at the White House? We know he's a hypocrite, but why would he make it obvious? I'm honoring this team called the Braves. But boy, they, they better change that nickname. But in the meantime... It's a good photo op for me. Maybe I can catch some votes down there in Atlanta. We need Georgia. Don't kid yourself. That's why it took him almost a year to bring the Braves to the White House. It's a little feel-good story, a nice reminder for the people of Atlanta and the state of Georgia how their Braves won the World Series last fall. Everybody was happy. Joe Biden says it's wonderful. Let's vote Democratic. There's always a reason behind everything they do. There's no reason to allow the Braves to play an entire, almost an entirely full season again before you honor them. That should have taken place last November or December. World Series ended at the end of October. But that's how Biden operates. You remember yesterday when... Peter Ducey asked Karine Jean-Pierre a simple question. Does Biden think the cities are safe from crime? She said it's not a yes or no answer. Of course it is. The very definitive, uh, very definition of yes or no answer. Kaylee McEnany, who once held her job. <laughs> Kaylee, how did she handle the Peter Ducey question? She answers Peter Ducey and says, when he asks, are our cities safe? She said, that's not a yes or no question. That's my definition, a yes or no question, and the answer is no. Then she proceeded to say, quote, um, we inherited a rising crime from the last administration, which, by the way, Jen Psaki, before she had that revelation about crime, she tried the same failed talking point that this has been going on for a year and a half. She said this last year. Well, why was it going on? Because of these lawless Democrat DAs? It's not the last administration. It's your party. And then they try to tell us that they live in this mythical Biden's America, which is different than what we live in. Live in. If you watch these press briefings, you're going to hear the border's secure. You're going to hear crime's not a problem. I can tell you that's not and, and, and you're going to hear, uh, what is the third one? Inflation is coming down. It's flatlined. Okay, Only this is a mythical place, President Biden. No one else lives in this America other than, I guess, KJP. <laughs> well, Biden, he lives in this uh, fantasy world, too. Can you imagine that? It's pretty amazing. But that's how they are. That's what they think. That's what they believe. I'm convinced of it. 
I'm literally convinced of it now. And I noticed that they've decided to send Harris heels up on the road, right? They don't want her anywhere near Washington. It's getting too close to the midterms. Let's get her out of town. So God knows where she is today. They should do the Waldo thing with her. Where in the world is Heels Up Harris? I mean, honestly, where in the world is she? No one seems to know. She's been hanging around somewhere. But nobody knows where. She's gone. Maybe forever. That'd be nice, but it's just not the truth. And I hate to mislead people and get everybody excited. Mitch McConnell missed a great opportunity uh, yesterday. You know, if they didn't vote a bill in, the government was going to shut down next week. So the Democrats are scurrying to avoid that just a month before the midterms. McConnell goes along with it. If you ever had a chance to impose leverage as a minority group on the majority, that was it. That was it. And Stephen Miller knows opportunity missed. This is one of the greatest acts on the part of Mitch McConnell of both political cowardice and political stupidity merged together. Is if they didn't get there, if they didn't get border security done, then here's what you do. You say there's only one way out, Democrats. Pass a CR to the 1st of February, and we will have a national referendum. And if you elect a Republican House and you elect a Republican Senate, we will pass it into law on February 1st, sealing up the border on the budget bill. A Brexit-style referendum for America's sovereignty. They could have done it, and they would have won a landslide not seen in a 100 years. But instead, they just made the trains run on time. That's all they did. Didn't take advantage of a situation. But McConnell's incompetent. He's also a Chinese communist. We know that, too. We talked about this Nord Stream pipeline and the sabotage that took place. Blew up in the Baltic Sea. All of the methane, natural gas surfacing under the water. Horrible for climate change. And Wuhan uh, Willie is a guy that just last winter three days before Putin went into Ukraine, threatened to do exactly this if Putin went into Ukraine. If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. But how will you how will you do that exactly? Since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control, we will. Uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. <laughs> and they did it. Anybody think there's any doubt who did it? We did it. Now, never mind the fact that if Putin were actually serious about using his nukes, that one act could start a nuclear war. Armageddon. We know he's not serious because he's not suicidal. But as the walls start to close around him in the motherland, Russia, where they're 
guard troops, the National Guard that they're calling up, the reservists, are running for the hills rather than go to war in Ukraine, where soldiers are refusing to fight, where the oligarchs are closing in on him saying, hey, enough's enough, dude. You're hurting us. He might snap. And this pipeline might have been the snapping move. So Biden's Waterloo is closing our pipeline, blowing up theirs. This guy's a nutcase. Didn't you love it when all the liberals would say, well, that's Donald Trump, he's going to start a nuclear war. (laughs) Donald Trump is the least possible warmonger there ever was. He could never understand, as he said, why do we keep getting into these endless wars? He wanted nothing to do with war. But he, he, he wanted the rest of the world to know that we're strong and don't you mess with us. And he sent that message several times without having troops go to war. Interesting. But he was going to start a nuclear war. When, in fact, only Donald Trump met with that kook over in North Korea, and all of a sudden his nuclear testing stopped. You didn't hear Putin threatening nuclear war when Donald Trump was president. Only when the weakling is in there. So you heard his own words. His own words. He did it. Now, how is Putin going to react to that? I don't know. When pressed on that, Karine Jean-Pierre, the little black lesbian, almost sounded like she was excusing blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline. Uh, As you all know, these pipelines weren't pumping gas into Europe at this time. Uh, NS2 was never operational, as you guys know. NS1 has not been operational for weeks because uh, Putin has weaponized uh, energy, and we have said this many times before. This just drives home the importance of our efforts to work together to get alternative gas uh, supplies to Europe and to support efforts to reduce gas uh, consumption and accelerate true energy independence by moving to clean energy economy. <laughs> so it's okay if we blow it up. Eh, it wasn't working and functional anyway. So we're fine. It's fine if we blew it up. That's what she was saying. If Putin needs an admission or needs evidence that the United States blew up that pipeline, he's got it. He's got Biden's own words back in last winter, and he has her words yesterday. This is incredible. We we can't even begin to realize how close we are to nuclear war right now. We're on the precipice. Hopefully, sane people in Russia would stop Putin from doing it. But if he was looking for a reason, they just gave him one. Wow. And then, of course, we have Biden, who hates all things Republican, Donald Trump, who sicks the FBI and the Department of Justice in illegal raids on innocent civilians, over 40 raids by the FBI just recently, including the one of Pastor David Houck. He's called us every name in the book, Uga or Uber MAGA people who are a threat to democracy, we're rotten to the core. We're, we're deplorables. 
And then yesterday, he was giving some nonsensical speech over at the White House, and he closed it with this plea for unity. There's simply nothing, nothing beyond our capacity to get done if we do it together. So God bless you all and pray that we come figure out how to come together better than we have so far, because a lot of people's lives and futures depend upon it. So now he wants everyone to be together. Isn't that a soft-hearted touch by the commander-in-chief? But wait a minute. Wasn't it him, Schumer, Keisha whatever Bottoms, Nicole Wallace, all of whom were calling for violence against us, calling us names? Remember, when you try to get someone on your side, let's say you're having a fight with your girlfriend or your boyfriend, do you say to them, you're a low-life son of a bitch? Do you think that'll get them to create an atmosphere where you're going to actually talk things out? You low scumbag. I don't think it works. Biden and his gang thinks it works. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Every single American should stand in opposition against these radical MAGA Republican views. This MAGA Republican agenda is an effort to disrupt our democracy. It is sort of a big reveal of the rot and, frankly, the danger of the modern GOP. Don't you love it when Nicole Wallace speaks? When I see her speak, I I sit back in awe because it's actually a miracle that a vegetable can talk. It's a miracle. I think we should all stand and applaud. An actual vegetable is speaking. Frankly, the rot that is the GOP. The GOP told her to get effed. So they're all of a sudden rot. She's Liz Cheney with a microphone. That's all she is. The Republicans got tired of her. They got tired of Liz Cheney. They got tired of their traitorism. And they said, get the hell out of here. We don't want anything to do with you. But when she speaks, I'm convinced now that vegetables can speak. So if someone says to you today, hey, Slayton said a vegetable can speak. He's crazy. You're crazy if you believe it. Just say, hold on a minute. Have you listened to Nicole Wallace? She's a vegetable, and she speaks. And I apologize to vegetables all over the world. Charlie Kirk, are they trying to provoke us with this kind of violent language? So, look, they're trying to provoke, I think, conservatives and Republicans to do something that we shouldn't do and that's uncharacteristic. We have to remember, we have to stay peaceful in these next six weeks for the midterms because their language that Democrats are using seems to almost try to get Republicans and get grassroots activists just to say, I'm mad as heck and I'm not going to take it any longer. You see what happened in North Dakota just a week and a half ago where a 41-year-old man ran over an 18-year-old because of political views, Kaylor Ellingson, and we have to be lectured by Joe Biden on domestic violent extremism. Meanwhile, over 60 pregnancy crisis centers were terrorized by Antifa and far left-wing groups. And if you look at some of the polling, and it happened gradually and then suddenly over the last week, almost every single one of these Democrat Senate races are flipping in the direction of Republicans. I love it. But that's what they are. They're, they're, they're just simply provoking us. That's what they do. Here's that uh, social media post that I mentioned to you. 
says, listen carefully. The kind of people who will put people on a plane are the kind of people who will load people into boxcars. Now, you can't shame these low-life scum anymore when they make that comparison. Jews being loaded to take them to their death is the same as illegal aliens voluntarily getting on a plane, signing a slip. I volunteer to go on this plane, the ride from Eagle Pass, Texas, to Martha's Vineyard, the playground of the rich and famous. Now, if you ask the Jews, would you mind getting into this boxcar to go to your death? How many of them would have volunteered, do you suppose? But if you had said to the Jews, if, we, if you get in these boxcars, we're going to take you to this area of Germany where all of the wealthy people live and are happy and get to play and enjoy life. Would the Jews have volunteered? Of course they would have. Who wouldn't? I wish they'd come and get me on a plane, take me to Martha's Vineyard so I can play around up there and have a good time. Go run by Obama's house, see that seaside mansion where the rising tide is going to engulf it within the next 10 years. See it for myself to see just how many illegal aliens they could have put up there in tents on the 3 million acres that he owns there, someone bought for him or that he stole. But always remember, he wouldn't be there to welcome me, and he wasn't there to welcome the darker shades of people. He hates white people, and we now know he hates Hispanics. I'm not sure he's real fond of blacks because he's not black. He's half. He's a mulatto. He's confused. But he's an arrogant prick, that's for sure. And he's a liar. And that's all he is. But they want to provoke you. And that's, they're desperate for that. They want that so badly in the next month and a half. They've got to somehow distract us by provoking us into some violent act to make sure that we're not talking about Kaylor Ellingson up in North Dakota, who an 18-year-old kid run down, murdered by a 41-year-old Democrat liberal because he heard that language. That guy that murdered that kid, he heard their message loud and clear. He heard every word I just played for you. And he heard this, too. We are at war with these people. These folks are evil. They have allowed evil into their house with Donald Trump. The MAGA movement is a threat. This is an outright attack on women in this country. This is a um, literally call to arms in our country. Maybe now it is all about the violence. It all is about an insurrection. It all is, in, in his mind, about a civil war. Wow. He heard that message loud and clear. Loud and clear. And he murdered a kid. A kid. Tough guy these liberals are. They're always tough, aren't they? Let me run you over with a car. Fair fight there. FBI agents, let me batter down your front door and have 30 people with guns pointed at you. Fair fight. Some psycho taking a gun to the Republican baseball practice and opening fire on unarmed people. Fair fight. Funny how the liberals never mention any of this stuff, right? Abortion clinics. Tarred and feathered. Blown up. 
awful messages written on windows in red paint, broken windows, burned down. Threats to the life of the Supreme Court justices. One assassin sitting outside Brett Kavanaugh's home before he woke up and realized, why am I going here because Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden and Heels Up Harris and the rest of them tell me I should hate these people and that we're at war with them. Every one of those would-be murderers and murderers heard the message loud and clear from the actual people who are advocating violence. Abortion clinics, the North Dakota murder, the baseball practice, Kavanaugh. You could go on and on. Now, on the flip side, how many people that identify themselves as Republicans or conservatives has killed anyone, has attempted to kill anyone? No one. But they want to tell you that there was an insurrection and people were fearing for their lives. Well, they actually weren't. But even if they were, the only people that got killed were Trump supporters. So throw that in there with the acts of violence against conservatives. Not only that, the torture and imprisonment of political prisoners. None of them are liberals. Did conservatives or Republicans ever do that to any group? Antifa, for instance, Black Lives Matter? Have they been jailed? Trump was president. Could have done it. He wouldn't do that. The local police and the FBI should have arrested them. They actually destroyed property and murdered people. At the Capitol, the people who destroyed property should have been arrested and uh, cited for a misdemeanor and paid a fine. But that's all. That didn't even happen from Trump's administration to the murderers and marauders who took to the streets in 2020. It's only the liberals who do this violent stuff. They're the most violent, angry people on the face of God's earth. They're more violent than the Russians. The Russians are ordered to do this. Nobody's ordering these liberals to say the things they're saying, to get the code message out there to the dog whistles for the population to go kill Republicans and Trump supporters. They know what they're saying. They know exactly what they're saying. The FBI's giving them the lead. Here's the example of how you do it. And then you've got that nitwit up there who's so demented and knows nothing to run a campaign on other than, I think I better bring up Charlottesville a whole lot. Their veins bulging. The veins bulging on their as they were screaming. Literally coming out of the fields carrying torches with swastikas. Those folks coming out of that field down in Virginia carrying swastikas and torches. Chanting the same anti-Semitic bile that was chanted in Germany in the early 30s. Chanting the same anti-Semitic bile heard across Europe in the 30s. <laughs> he just repeated the same things too, didn't he? Chanting the same anti-Semitic bile that we heard in the 1930s. I guess those were MAGA Republicans. They never mention, never, that it was Antifa that showed up and caused all of the violence. Those 
skinheads that he talks about with veins bulging out of their heads were as peaceful as the driven snow. Not one of them engaged in a violent act till they were attacked, and then they defended themselves. Yes, some crazy person backed a car up and killed someone. We don't know who that crazy person is. I don't. Was was he a conservative? I don't know. I don't know what happened there. No one's ever talked to that guy, to my knowledge. But it's irrelevant. Charlottesville was not a riotous place, a violent place, until liberals showed up with bats, weapons, and violence on their mind. If they hadn't gone there, nothing would have happened. People would have laughed at the neo-Nazis and said, ha, ha, oh, have your day. It's free country. And that's it. Nothing else. I said abortion clinics. I meant the crisis pregnancy centers, of course, that were being attacked by the liberals. So if you have a, have a center that's helping women in crisis, dis- determining what to do with their pregnancy, and people go there and they're counseled and they're cared for, liberals want to blow the places up. They want to paint horrible things on it. They want to harass you as you enter, which they do. They don't get arrested for that. Hell, they don't get arrested for burning the places down, blowing them up. A lot of the women that are involved working at these crisis pregnancy centers are volunteers. Now their lives are at stake because of O'Biden, Schumer, Keisha Lance Bottoms, Nicole Harris, and that group advocating for violence against conservatives. Supreme Court justices' lives are at stake, threatened. So if anyone ever asks you who's the violent one, we know who it is. Biden loves that Charlottesville, doesn't he? And heels up Harris just the other day on one of her road trips advocated that we should go after these people. So-called extremist leaders are passing laws to criminalize these folks. Passing laws to punish women. I met with many of you in my office at the White House and we discussed the innovative strategies that you have used to defend women's reproductive freedom. You are taking on rightly the crisis pregnancy centers. You are taking on rightly the crisis pregnancy centers. She's telling people to attack them. Women's reproductive life. That's a funny phrase that means murder. She's telling you to take them on. They're blowing them up. They're burning them down. And she's advocating for more. Maybe she'll raise bail money for them. That's what she did for the psycho terrorists in Minnesota. Rightly, she said, have you ever heard a president or a vice president in the history of our country tell people, you're rightly blowing buildings up of your political opposition? They're passing laws. That voice just drives me up the wall. Doesn't it sound like someone's scratching a chalkboard to you? They're passing laws against women's reproductive lives. 
How is it a, a reproductive act when you're killing the baby before you give birth? Hmm. The act of giving birth is what reproduces a life. So they're stupid there too. They don't even understand the meaning of the violent language they're using. But make no mistake, that was a call to all the crazies to go attack the crisis pregnancy centers some more. And the crazies hear it loudly and clearly, as we've seen. And now, as if that's not enough, we've got Cheney, Raskin, and Schiff, the three stooges of the January 6th insurrection, telling us all, whoa, there's some big-time primetime TV tonight. We're having another hearing. We'll have more, more evidence that you've never seen. They've been promising that, of course, since the beginning. Here's what happens, okay? If you're trying a case and you have some really compelling bombshell-like evidence that they claim they've had all along, you use it at the beginning. You want that to be the initial hit on those listening. And then when you recap at the end, you bring it up again. But they haven't done that. They have nothing except some idiot chick who used to work in the White House who was pissed that Trump didn't take her to Mar-a-Lago. And then the Secret Service agents that she tried to indict debunked her crap as a lie. That's all they had. But they promise more. Just listen. We will be presenting um, new information, new evidence uh, to the American people um, because the investigation goes on. I I promise you it will be uh, interesting for people who have followed it uh, up until now. And, hey, um, in a democracy, the people have the right to uh, knowledge about what's taking place with their government. I think it'll be uh, potentially more sweeping than some of the other hearings. Uh, So I think it will be, as the others, a hearing worth watching. Worth watching. Hey, if Adam Schiff says it, I mean, come on now. That's like the bank. There's nothing ever wrong with anything he tells you. It's worth watching. New evidence that we've never presented before because we don't have any. But watch anyway. Maybe we can scare you. It's time to scare them up again. Any reason do you think why this hearing is now just a month before the midterms? They're really obvious with their stupidity nowadays. Who would listen to those three liars, prolific liars, all three of them? I mean, if you tune in to watch that, something's missing in your life. You really need to get a life. Eugene Robinson is a liberal columnist, I believe the Washington Post, And he, of course, has been called upon now to spill more hatred and venom at Republicans and conservatives. After all, it's election season. Let's lie some more. They have no plan for governing and they have no interest really in in governing. It's it it will all be about uh, a revenge. That's what's happened to the Republican Party. It is it is shocking, um, a a shocking example of devolution uh, into, um, you know, again, What's what's essentially a criminal slash authoritarian organization. Wow. I just described to you all the crimes that the liberals have committed, none by the Republicans or conservatives, 
But he says it's a criminal authoritarian group, organization, that doesn't want to govern, that just wants revenge. They're so afraid that if the Republicans do get in power, that they will take action against these bastards. So they want to get out ahead of it and say, oh, that's just revenge. We didn't do anything wrong. First of all, if the Republicans don't investigate you, they are tremendously derelict in their duty. But that's not their plan, their central plan. Their central plan is to clean up the mess you've created, which is what the Republicans seem to do best of all. Charlie Kirk, it seems like they're running out of words to describe us. They've run out of words, honestly. I mean, what else besides despotic, authoritarian, dictator? They just have to keep on repeating and recycling these words. And they're accusing Republicans of going on a revenge campaign after, I don't know, the 45th, you know, 49th impeachment attempt of Donald Trump with the January 6th committee. We're the ones that are doing the revenge campaign when they go after anyone in Trump's orbit for just the idea that they were associated with the president that wasn't supposed to win in 16. Look, if that's their message, good luck. That's exactly right. We are the ones who want revenge. (laughs) From the moment Donald Trump won, they kept, it was Clinton who first said it, resist, resist. And then they did. Talk about vengeful people, vindictive people. Because Donald Trump had the nerve to win an election that they thought should rightly be theirs. Now, they didn't earn it. Hildy didn't do anything worth electing her for. Well, she was involved in many scams. Broke a lot of laws. Ran a corrupt foundation that enriched the Clintons. She did that. But she didn't do anything worthy of getting a vote. But because they didn't elect her, meaning they, meaning us, we're targeted. It's time to come after us. Just like the liberals turn on people like, I don't know, Kirsten Cinema. Joy Behor thinks that the mark of a good legislator is someone who's liked. The only person who seems to like her is Mitch McConnell. (laughs) And Mitch McConnell likes her because she works with him to obstruct the Democrats. She does not help the Democrats. We don't need her. We need a strong Democrat in Arizona like um, Mark Mark Kelly. Mark Kelly. A strong Democrat in Arizona like Mark Kelly, who's on the verge of losing, by the way. Does she not understand that Mark Kelly is running for a Senate seat different than Kirsten Sinema's? Does, does she not understand that? I don't think she does because she's stupid. And so are the rest of the bobbling bobbleheads on that set. They don't get it. Cinema's a senator. Kelly's a senator. They're both from Arizona. That'll be like saying that Josh Hawley is running for the open Senate seat here in Missouri. Of course, only an imbecile would say that, but that's what she just said. And somehow Kirsten Cinema's bad because she's only liked by Mitch McConnell. So in order to be an effective legislator in Joy Behor's mind, you must be liked. <clears throat> You've got to be liked. Good morning, Cleo. How are you? Good morning, Kevin. It's really a joke out there. It, it is hilarious, I'm telling you. But the, their own words do them in. I mean, you must have had a devil of a time this morning to decide what to talk about first. There's so many things out there. There really is, and it's, it's very hard every morning, in fact, to put things in the right order because there's there's so many things. They're off the wall. They're everywhere. I mean, you would you would not believe the things these people say. Uh, one thing, uh, I hope you're, you're probably going to get to it, but you haven't mentioned it yet. 
What about the emails, Hunter Biden sleeping with the Chinese spy? Yeah, Fang Fang. Well, we've yeah, got whatever to, you want to call it. Well, <laughs> let's let's ask this question. It's probably an easier one to answer. How many liberals have not slept with a Chinese spy? <laughs> That's probably a smaller number than those that have. It's it's unconscionable, but that's what they do. Hey, the, the, Eric Schmidt, right here in good old Missouri, I advocated against this guy, and yet he got uh, the Republican nomination. Now we find out he's been selling Missouri farmland to China all along. Yeah, this farmland to China stuff, this is ridiculous. They're doing it on Dakota next to a, an Air Force base. Everybody knows what they're doing it for. It needs to be banned immediately, and it would be if Trump was president. It would be. You're doggone right it would be. And it needs to happen. But since Biden, the Biden family, is an ally of the Chinese Communist Party, it's never going to happen. The Democrat Party is an extension of the Chinese Communist Party, so it's never going to happen. Right. And they're just yeah, going to keep is, buying more and more and more. And this, this hunter sleeping with the Chinese spy, uh, it just, this happened in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. This is a scandal that would not stop on the airwaves. No, it has not. And and remember, Cleo, though, the airwaves are owned by the liberals. So any of this stuff is going to be covered up. I mean, you're going to be lucky to hear about it. And it's amazing that some of it actually gets out. It really is. we got people like our research assistant who digs. But a lot of this stuff, they're trying to hide it on purpose. Right. Yeah, the, the Chinese got to be laughing at how easy it is. They want to take us over how easy it is. They, they uh, let loose the pandemic. And the reverberations where Trump was gone. Uh, the, the fentanyl, they're letting that loose to kill people. Destabilize this country, fentanyl, that's their doing. They steal secrets. They, we sell our oil to them. They're over here buying farmland next to Air Force bases. They got to be laughing over there how easy it is. Absolutely. Just laughing. You, you know they are. I mean, they're, they're thinking to themselves, God, it was brutal when Trump was president. We couldn't get anything done. But now this idiot got in and all of his cronies got in. Oh, my God. This is, I mean, this is like literally taking candy from a baby. And a baby well, is smarter than Biden. That's what the spy asked Hunter for. Get your daddy to run. We don't like Trump. It's in an email. It's, it's evidence. Right, right. It's all evidence. Do you think anything will happen as a result of that? Anything? No. Imagine for a second, just imagine for a second, Cleo, if that were Donald Trump Jr.'s emails or Ivanka Trump or Eric Trump, if if, if there were their their emails with the Chinese spy, imagine just, I mean, you can't, it's well beyond your imagination what these people would do. They'd explode. It's unbelievable. And I tell you, this this Biden, how about this, and don't forget this, Kevin, a couple days ago, Biden talking about he was 30. Some kind of relationship with a girl that was 12. Remember that? Oh, yeah. She was 12 and I was 30. And then people laughed. The guy admitted that he's a pedophile. A president of the United States admitted to his pedophilia and people laughed. Yeah, and the liberals are saying, oh, the Republicans are just going to use this excuse to bring up when presidents smelled the hair of these young kids. They're just going to use it for that. That's true. (laughs) What they should have said was, was Mr. President... Uh, did, did you take a shower with her like you did with your daughter? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. That's a classic. That's a classic. <laughs> we don't hear about that anymore. Oh, no. You know, you know, two out of three of the last Democratic presidents been 
been perverts. Right, that's very uh, true. Bill Clinton and, and this jackass we got now. And we're not sure. We're, of, I don't think we're too sure out, about Obama. Yeah, we're not sure. But we know he was a racist. We know he was a racist. Biden. We know he's a racist. We know that he's a, a fraud who now calls you and me a racist because we don't want illegal aliens in the country yet. Just a few years ago, as I played for everybody this morning, he said the exact same thing. That was excellent. <laughs> excellent work on your part. Thank you. And, yeah, and two out of three of the last Democratic presidents been racist, Obama and Biden. It's unbelievable. And they are clearly racist. They don't, It's not just the illegal aliens they hate. They hate black people, Cleo. They hate you. And you know they do. They have done oh, yeah. nothing to help the black community. Nothing. And nothing. and they scold. the. I love it when they scold the black community. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Who the F do you think you are? And, and, and this, this thing this happened in the Baltic, man. Uh, it got the administration's fingerprints all over it. You've seen the Haitian Lesbo had a quote ready for it. Well, this is this is this is all the more need for you to buy an electric car. Right? How about that? You need to buy and an she, electric car now because look at what's happening. That's the safe way. And she's not prepared to answer anything. She had a ready answer for that. Oh, yes, she did. Well, that was all part of this. As soon as they decided to blow it up, they said, okay, here's what you say when people dig up that clip of Biden saying we're going to do it. Here's what you say. Well, now, folks, this is a great opportunity for you to understand that it's so much safer to have clean energy and buy yourself an electric car. Right. She she was told to say that. I swear to God, when all is said and done and all the smoke clears, we're going to find out that Biden owns a string of electric car dealerships. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and it wouldn't surprise me if that's what happened. And how about this bubblehead Amy Klobuchar? Yeah, we, we can control the we can control the weather. Vote for us, and there won't be any more hurricanes. <laughs> what a bubblehead! She really is stupid. She's illiterate, but they all are. But they, here's the thing: the insult is they think we are. <clears throat> that's right. They really think we're dumber than they are. If yeah, I ever woke up one morning, Cleo, and I thought to myself legitimately, I'm not smarter than a Democrat, I think I'd take my life. I'd take my life. Yeah, that's right. I, I really would. I'd kill myself. I'd say, what the hell happened to me? When did I become so stupid? I mean, what about this Peter woman in front of, uh, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I've, I've got her here. It's coming up here in, in, in the next few minutes. The, the yeah, that's one, good. That's the, good. The, I love it. Uh, I love. I always love it. When a woman that no one would have sex with advocates for a ban on sex. <laughs> well, actually, she wasn't a bad-looking girl. No, she's not too bad. She's not, she's, not, <laughs> she's not like most of them. I expected someone with a nose ring and six different colors in their hair and weighing 700 pounds to come on there and say, hey, I'm not having sex with anybody. <laughs> I mean, Waters made sport of the whole thing, but he should have called her an idiot in many different ways. Yes, and, and, <laughs> the, and the thing about that is, too, is that – this woman is giggling and laughing. She knows she's full of shit. I mean, she knows. Yeah, it. No. She knows it. But yet she's going to say mean, it anyway. I mean, they were making it funny. Why, why didn't Jesse say, hey, 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 lady, I'm a, I'm a confirmed vegetarian. Can I knock on your door tonight? Yeah. yeah. And th- th- that's the other part of it. And when I say no one would, would have sex with her anyway, even if she's relatively okay looking, it's because no guy wants to hear that kind of crap. No, no I mean, <laughs> guys will do just about anything to to reach that end but they won't do anything and by anything i mean they don't want someone like that even near them hey listen baby i got a head of lettuce here for you yeah. let me eat Ooh, your boudoir that, yeah does that turn you on 
I'm, I'm coming over tonight. Well, you know, I don't know if we're going to have sex. Hey, I've got a head of lettuce for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and who's this guy? Uh, Jeff Piotrowski? Yes. The weather guy? The, the weather guy. Is he is he related to Piotrowski Sausage in North St. Louis? That I do not know. Remember, you remember that place? I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> but I don't know that. I don't know the answer. I, my, I lived up there, man, and my mother used to, whenever we had company, she used to send me up there for a big piece of sausage. There you go. Feed it's, the masses it's still with some there, sausage. Kevin. It and is... I can imagine, I can imagine that guy behind the counter who's still there, who was a young man when I went there, who's now an older fella. They got several shotguns behind the counter. You I, can bet it. I bet they do. And they probably had to use them, at least in terms of threatening people and scaring them to knock it off. I mean, look at all the videos we've seen. The worst thing for the Democrats is the, the surveillance videos in all these places in New York, Chicago, L.A., everywhere, where they're capturing all these crimes on video. Oh, this Philadelphia thing, it's it just, it just, it just terrible. It's just a bunch of... Bunch of bunch of natives in the jungle. It really is. I mean, fill it. But that. But then, see, you have. Isn't it amazing? Except for New York, where Alvin Bragg is black. But the other ones, it's white prosecutors who think if I let all the criminals out, especially the black ones, then everybody will think I'm wonderful because I'm so woke. I'm so woke. <laughs> These poor murderers. Oh, I know. The white ones can stay in jail, but the black ones need to be let out. Yeah, they're trying to out. They're trying to impress their. The whole country exactly. that's trying to impress their friends. Exactly, and everybody thinks you're a freaking idiot, and no one's going to vote for you again because people value their safety above everything else. I tell you, the amount of crime going on, it's its terrible, it's sickening. I was telling my granddaughter the other day, she listened to reports of this. I said, honey, when I was a little guy, when I was your age, none of this stuff ever happened. This country wasn't like it. No, it was not. You know, I saw something the other day. It said, I miss the country I grew up in. And I do. And, and anyone oh, who yeah. says it's the same isn't uh, didn't live when we lived. Yeah, I miss it badly. I mean, you you got to look for bright spots in your life uh, in these perilous times. But uh, but it's, it's going to get worse. You know, everybody's saying they get, the Republicans going to kick butt in the midterms. I, I don't know your face. I think they're going to cheat like crazy. They'll maintain the Senate. You know, I, I hate to be a harbinger of death, uh, of negativism, but I, I just, I just don't, I just tell about what's going on in this country. It is, it's horrible, and you know, it's not even being negative, Cleo. It's just being pissed off. You know, I'm, I'm sick of it, and I, and it, you know, to call it out isn't being negative. To call it out is being honest, and unless people, you know, if you, it's that, it's that old line that, um, you know, the worst person is the one who sits back and watches it happen and does nothing. That's right. So. You know, that's 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 our call to arms. Hey, we're not going to sit back and just let it happen. Right. Tommy Jefferson said it best. You you know, you can't sit by and do nothing. You can't. We got to, we got to do something. We got to. We, we can't take it. We can't take it. Because it will get worse if we do. Here, here's the way Democrats are. They're like anyone who's an abusive person. If you don't check the abuse, the abuse will continue. And they're an abusive group of people. If you don't check them, they'll keep going. I mean, look yeah, what they've done when, since they've gotten in in just a year and a half, almost two years. Look what they've done. It's it's like uh, we, it's like the guy said yesterday. I think it was Stephen Miller. It's a remarkable level of ignorance that they could accomplish all of this damaging stuff in a short period of time. In a short period of time, and they're not stopped. 
That's why they're going to keep going. And you and I, Kevin, were the first to say that they're going to cheat in the midterms. Oh yeah. I didn't hear. I didn't hear by anybody on the national news. Anybody. No, no. You and I, Kevin. Put well, it out first. Well, remember, if you say it on the national news, you're subject to getting fired because it's just, it's not true. They don't cheat. Yeah, they'd fire you at Fox, wouldn't they? They would. They would. The only guy who's coming close now to saying it again is, is uh, Tucker. And if you remember, Brett Baer and Britt Hume and their ilk and Chris Wallace, not as much Britt Hume, but Chris Wallace and Baer, both complained to Fox management about Tucker Carlson's January 6th documentary uh, portraying the truth as opposed to the fiction that Brett Bear and Chris Wallace went along with. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Brett Bear is a jerk. He is a joke. Well, listen, listen, Kevin, uh, you, you're filling the air with brilliance. I'll get off now. Thank you, Cleo. I appreciate it very much. You're welcome. Bye. You bet. You know, we mentioned uh, Kirsten Cinema a few minutes ago. Manchin had made a deal with Schumer that if he gave him his vote on that bill, that inflation reduction nonsense that Schumer would allow Manchin to have this pipeline thing for West Virginia in this bill that they're voting on today, actually, I think. But because of the consternation and the Republicans saying no chance that we'll uh, okay this bill, Schumer's taking it out now. So you wondered what was the price that Manchin was going to have to pay. Now we know. And he's not happy about any of this, and he's not happy all of a sudden, buyer's remorse has entered into him over the spending on student loans. I just thought there was other ways that we could do it. I cannot answer when people call me and saying, you're giving X amount of dollars away, 10000 or 20000 to this, this, this class. How about I pay mine off? What, what, why am I penalized? Well, maybe you should answer that question. You're the one who voted for it. It was an executive order, but you supported it and voted for the other, other spending bills. So that's you. You. Over in Italy, I'm sure Cleo knows this, they got rid, our our research assistant pointed out, they got rid of all the voting machines before the election. They got rid of them. They went back to old-fashioned voting, real voting. And look what happened. Georgie Maloney won in a landslide. The conservatives won because people don't want what socialists have to sell. They don't want it. Thank God that some people in this country still value the concepts that we were raised with. Character, integrity, honesty, bravery, loyalty. But liberals don't. They don't value any of those qualities. They don't possess them either. I keep coming back to that thing I saw on social media, that you would dare compare flying illegal aliens from Eagle Pass, Texas, to Martha's Vineyard to the German Nazis putting Jews on boxcars to take them to their deaths. They they said those two things are the same. You have to be a special kind of retarded to even think that much less. Say it. And here's the sex queen that Cleo and I were talking about name of Ashley Byrne, she's a spokeswoman for PETA, of course, who says that they're advocating a national ban on having sex with men who eat meat. Until they stop eating meat, that's right. 
We are encouraging all women to get on board with this. Look, this is all about personal responsibility. And the fact is that people who eat large amounts of meat have a much larger carbon footprint, not to mention they're contributing to the billions of animals who are suffering and uh, living miserable lives and then being viciously killed in slaughterhouses every year. We can make choices. You're right. We can make choices and we have so many choices at our disposal. Whether you're talking about a fancy steakhouse or your local mom and pop burger joint, they all have vegan options Here's- on the menu. So, yeah, we do have choices. We have options. And one option is never to have sex with you. But the the, the other point is a clear one, too. Liberals want to tell you how you live your life in every facet of your life. Now they're in your bedroom. They want to tell you that your children will be taught what we tell you we're going to teach them. We're going to teach them how to be perverts. We're going to indoctrinate five-year-olds with horrific pornographic sexual material. We're going to teach your young children critical race theory, which, by the way, is all a lie, but we're going to teach it to them anyway so that they'll be properly indoctrinated when they get out of school. And by the way, your health, we're going to tell you how to do your health. You're either going to take an experimental drug or you're going to be shunned by society and fired. And now, either don't eat meat or we won't have sex with you. There are plenty of options, she says. Use the vegan menu. Here's my answer to her. Go F yourself because nobody else wants to. You, you go eat what you want. I don't give a damn if you eat the menu. But who the F do you think you are to tell me you have an option that fancy steakhouse has a vegan menu? That's because the fancy steakhouse is not a real steakhouse. Because a real steakhouse doesn't have a vegan menu. You can be vegan. You can eat the, the chalk from the classroom if you want. I don't care. But who do these people think they are to tell us how we'll live? And if you're not in favor of murdering babies... Why, then you're just a psychopathic extremist, dangerous to democracy. It always gets back to them deciding to tell you how you must live. And I got news for them. I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want anything to do with you, period. I don't want to speak to you. I don't want to engage with you. I don't want to socialize with you people. I want nothing to do with a liberal. I had a friend of mine tell me the other day that he gets into these debates with these, his liberal friends. I said, why do you have friends like that? They're not your friends. They would cut your throat. They'd turn you in if you have 10 people at your house for Thanksgiving. Liberals are not your friend. They're miserably angry, unhappy psychopaths. Every one of them. You think, no, my friend is liberal, but we get along. No, you don't. You're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself. That liberal friend of yours wants to tell you everything you must do in order to be acceptable to them. (laughs) Think about that. Here's the code of rules for you. Follow them or you're a threat to democracy. Well, who came up with the code of rules? We did. We the liberals. That's pretty interesting. Hope you don't mind if I don't give a damn. Here's what I'm going to eat for that Ashley Byrne from PETA. I'm going to go to Taco Bell today and get myself 
a grilled breakfast burrito with bacon bits, and then I'm going to have a few tacos, too, with meat in them. In fact, I'm going to get triple meat in them, just for her. And then later on, I might get a double stuffed taco, maybe a grande burrito, maybe the Mexican pizza. Maybe I'll have that. Maybe I'll get the triple double crunch wrap on the $5 Crave menu with two tacos and a soft drink. And as I eat it, I'll just tip my cap to her. Thank you for reminding me I was due for a lot of meat today. And she did remind me of that. And I thank her for that. Then I'll get a double steak grilled cheese burrito because that's back on the menu too. And I'll go in front of the next PETA office that I can find and just eat it right in front of them. Taco Bell also has two different AM crunch wraps for breakfast. They have a breakfast quesadilla with bacon and sausage. And if you want steak, you can get that too. It's under $2. With steak, it's still under $3. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I support locally owned and operated businesses all the time, and it's no different with Taco Bell locations. Here's where they are in our area. These are locally owned and operated. Chesterfield Valley, Jackson, Union, St. Clair, Washington, Cape Girardeau, in Illinois, Waterloo, Decatur, Springfield, Carbondale, DuCoin, Troy, Salem, Jerseyville, Columbia. Those are all locally owned and operated Taco Bell locations where you can wear your pita hat and go in there and have yourself some fine ground beef today right in the middle of your tacos. That's just what they want to do. They have to control every facet of your life or they're not happy. And by the way, even then they're not happy. They don't understand happy. You can't shame them. And they don't they don't want to be happy. But in their unhappiness, they want everyone to know who's to blame for it. And that's you, Trump supporter. You. Well, Johnny Cash, tell us about that ragged old flag, will you? I walked through a county courthouse square on a park bench. An old man was sitting there. I said, your old courthouse is kind of run down. He said, no, it'll do for our little town. I said, your old flagpole has leaned a little bit, and that's a ragged old flag you got hanging on it. He said, have a seat. And I said, now, is this the first time you've been to our little town? I said, I think it is. He said, I don't like to brag, but we're kind of proud of that ragged old flag. You see, we got a little hole in that flag there when Washington took it across the Delaware. And it got powder burned the night that Francis Scott Key said, watching it right and say, can you see? And it got a bad rip in New Orleans with Packingham and Jackson tugging at its seams. And it almost fell at the Alamo. Beside the Texas flag, but she waved on though. She got cut with a sword at Chancellorsville, and she got cut again at Shiloh Hill. There was Robert E. Lee, Beauregard, and Bragg, and the south wind blew hard on that ragged old flag. On Flanders Field in World War I, she got a big hole from a Bertha gun. She turned blood red in World War II. She hung limp and low a time or two. 
She was in Korea, Vietnam. She went where she was sent by her Uncle Sam. She waved from our ships upon the briny foam, and now they've about quit waving back here at home. In her own good land here, she's been abused. She's been burned, dishonored, denied, refused. And the government for which she stands is scandalized throughout the land. And she's getting threadbare and she's wearing thin, but she's in good shape for the shape she's in. Because she's been through the fire before. And I believe she can take a whole lot more. So we raise her up every morning. We take her down every night. We don't let her touch the ground and we fold her up right. On a second thought, I do like to brag. Cause I'm mighty proud of that ragged old clown. Back in Kevin Slayton with you in the Window World Kings Court live and in color right here on KevinSlaytonShow.com. Join us on our podcast as well. If you haven't listened to the show this morning and you, or you heard part of it, you can hear the whole thing later right here on this website on Spotify, on Apple, Amazon, Google, Anchor, and anywhere you find good podcasts. Our phone lines are always open for you 636 538 Five three eight zero seven four six. Josh Hawley has written a letter to Merrick Garland demanding answers for this FBI raid on the Catholic pro-life pastor. We'll see if he gets an answer. My guess is he will not, or he'll get some lie. Not only did your office turn a local dispute into a national case, but the FBI reportedly executed the search warrant as, in an extreme a manner as one can imagine. Reports have said that as, the FBI sent as many as 30 to 35 agents to conduct the arrest. And the FBI allegedly arrested Hawk at gunpoint early in the morning in front of his seven children. There's nothing alleged about that, Senator Hawley. The video shows it. To say the least, using this kind of force to make an arrest for a single charge of simple assault is unprecedented. The FBI's field office says, that's inaccurate. Well, I saw the video myself. So, no, it's not inaccurate. In fact, it's completely accurate. They they say SWAT operators were involved. FBI agents knocked on his front door and asked him to exit the residence. No, they didn't. That's That's not what happened at all. They demanded he turn his back, kneel down, and then they handcuffed him. They didn't ask him to leave the residence. By the way, when he found out that they were going to charge him, he volunteered to turn himself in, but they ignored that. He he did so, they said, he did not, and was taken into custody. He's not alone. You took his son too. I heard that and saw that on the video. I don't care how many times the FBI lies. 
It doesn't matter. Keep in mind, what they charged him with has already been dismissed in a civil court. Do you know what civil courts do? People that want to file a civil suit do? They'll hope for a criminal charge against you because then they can have that criminal charge hanging over your head when they go to civil court. Now, they can't use it, but people know it's there. But in this case, this person went to civil court first, and it was thrown out. You know how hard it is to get a lawsuit thrown out? In other words, it has nothing, nothing to support it. But the FBI says, oh, well, we'll support it. Eleven years he faces in federal prison. It's not going to happen. Wow. Josh Hawley noted 104, at least 104 incidents of extremist violence against pregnancy resource centers, churches, and pro-life Americans since the Supreme Court draft opinion leaked on May 2nd. Firebombings, arson. He says, despite my repeated request, you still have not identified a single prosecution the Department of Justice has taken in response to this epidemic of violence against pro-life Americans. He's calling on Garland to testify before the Senate Judiciary Committee about his selective use and apparent political weaponization of the FACE Act, and that's some sort of legal deal. Hawley gave Garland 10 days to answer three questions. Why were there so many armed FBI agents sent to Mark Houck's home to execute an arrest for alleged simple assault? Why did those agents have their guns drawn? And since May 3rd, How many charges has your department brought against pro-abortion extremists who have attacked pregnancy resource centers, churches, and pro-life Americans? Carpe diem to Josh Hawley. He's doing something. I've always advocated he talks a lot, but I want to see you do something. He's doing something. Good for him. Did you ever notice Mitch McConnell, the supposed leader of the Senate, never does anything? When's the last time you heard him do anything except get up in the chambers and mumble something on a daily basis? He never demands action. He never demands answers. Never. And he's the leader. It's Ron Johnson who was all over the COVID problem. It's Chuck Grassley who's all over other things. It's Josh Hawley who's all over this. It's never Mitch McConnell. Never. He does nothing. Now we'll see what the little coward Merrick Garland has to say in response. Our phone lines are open 636-538-0746. But my guess is he will not respond. He'll simply wait until they subpoena him, I guess. And they'll take him in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee where he'll sit there and hide behind bullshit. Well, I can't comment on an ongoing investigation. That's going to be the first thing he'll say. We already know that. And then he'll pretend that there are ongoing investigations into the perpetrators of arson and bombings of the crisis pregnancy centers. He'll pretend that they're investigating because he'll say, well, I can't comment on anything that might be an investigation or that might be ongoing. I already know his answers. And Hawley knows his answers. But it will be at least a good opportunity to beat him up on national television. Isn't it always a little weasel like Merrick Garland and Biden and Obama that create the most trouble in a country? Look at Hitler and his henchmen. All little weasels. 
They're all the guys who got picked last in the schoolyard, and they only got picked to play because it was their ball or their bat. Otherwise, no one cared about them. Get out of here. Go do something else. I guess that would be considered bullying today, right? Hey, none of the academically inclined kids ever invited me over to their house to do homework. I didn't get upset. I'm guessing they thought I wasn't as smart as they are. Who knows? But why would I get upset if a group of people that I didn't have much in common with didn't want me to hang around? It's it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. But you can't shame them. You can't shame Merrick Garland. He knows what a punk he is, an illegal punk, who breaks the law every day of his life and then lies about it under oath, breaking the law again. But it's what these people are. So when I say, when, when a friend of mine will say, you know, I have some liberal friends and we just don't, you know, talk about, well, we're friends. No, you're not friends. I mean, how can I get that through your thick head? Friends don't treat you like that. They don't call you things like that. They don't. I don't want a friend who calls me a racist. That's not a friend. That's an imbecile. That's someone who really doesn't care about what I think. I'm branded because I think differently than they do. See, we don't brand liberals as psychopaths because they disagree with us. We tell them, we tell you that they're psychopaths because of the actions that they take. The words from their own mouths. They're going to cure hurricanes if you vote for them in the midterms. Why didn't you cure them before this one hit? So I guess, Amy Klobuchar, you and the Democrats have blood on their hands of anyone who's injured or suffers great harm during this hurricane or, God forbid, dies. It's the Democrats' fault. She just said it was. Because they can cure hurricanes if you just vote for them in the midterms. Now, based on that statement, I would use that video if you were an enterprising lawyer and you wanted to make a splashy name for yourself. I'd take that video and go sue the Democratic Party. If anything happened to my home, my family, say they had a way to cure hurricanes and they didn't employ it unless we voted for them. I'd love to see that. Now, that may or may not get dismissed, but at least putting them on notice, here's how full of crap you are. And to the American people, are you really that stupid? They think you are. That's the thing that blows me away. They think you are that stupid. And that's the ultimate insult. They want to make black people think that they're not bigots. So if black people actually believe that those Democrats are not bigots, that's your fault. Don't judge them by their words, although their words are incriminating enough. (laughs) That's the problem with Democrats. You'd think their lies were effective, but their lies are exposed because they're so stupid they can't cover their tracks. But don't even judge them by their words, even though we have their words to indict them every day. Look at their actions. 
you think Donald Trump or any Republican, Ron DeSantis, Greg Abbott, would ever say something to a black man like, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black? Do you think they'd even think that thought? See, I've always said, when you say something like that, you had to have formed the thought. The mere forming of the thought makes you a racist. Because that one comment meant that Biden's superior to black people. Because you have to cow down to him, otherwise you're not even black. It's not that you're not a good guy or a good gal or a smart one. You're just not even black. Can you insult someone any worse than that? I don't think you can. But no one says a word about it. Not a word. But if a Republican said it, look out. You think this hurricane's powerful? What do you think the pushback would be from the liberals if a Republican said any of the things that these people say? All of the things I played for you this morning. All the encouragement to violence, and they encourage it every time they open their mouths. You've got the vice president of the United States encouraging thugs to go attack pregnancy crisis centers. And then you want her, then you want, or she wants you to believe that we conservatives are anti-women. She's bragging about how, oh, you know, they want to pass laws against women. What is she telling women? Women who go to a crisis pregnancy center They're being told by the vice president of the United States, I don't value your life, not just the babies. I don't value your life. I'm sending thugs to that center while you're there. That's what she said. So go ahead. You you don't think they're trying to have a chilling effect on people using those crisis pregnancy centers? When you fear that by simply going to a building, your life is at stake, you won't go. It's common sense. You won't go. As our research assistant likes to say, characterize people by their actions and you will never be fooled by their words. Does that fit liberals or not? In fact, they ought to wear T-shirts like that. They're too dumb to know it was aimed at them. They think it was aimed at us, but that's okay. (laughs) That's not a worry. I mentioned we have a lot of friends down in Florida, and we're thinking of them. One of our loyal listening families, uh, some of the family members are down there. They tried to get out last night. Uh, the airport was closed, and they couldn't get a plane out. So we pray that they're safe in God's hands and that God watches over them and their property. You know, I can't imagine... Even if you're safe, physically safe, it's like a tornado. You survive the tornado, but your house is blown away, all your belongings. I mean, how hard is that to recover? And Biden couldn't even be bothered to call the governor of Florida. Couldn't even be bothered. And then he talks about, let's all be unified. (laughs) Somebody needs to get him around and smack him silly. Say, hey, dumbass, as John Kennedy would say, this dumbassery has to stop. You call them all extremists, terrorists. Then you say, let's be united. Then you won't even call the governor. 
when a Category 5 hurricane is bearing down on his state? Did Donald Trump ever ignore a governor, Democrat or Republican, who needed help? The answer is resounding no. In fact, he and Melania went to Puerto Rico, which was run by an extremist liberal, and handed out supplies, water, throwing bottles of water to everybody there, helping out in any way they could. We'll see what Biden does. But when you won't call the governor, it makes me think you're not going to make an appearance, just like the border. Trump talked to all governors. Trump had those governor conferences all the time. You'll never see one from this guy because he he likes to claim he reaches across the aisle. He never has. Never. Amazing. That's all I can say is amazing. Well, that's going to wrap us for today, folks. Appreciate you giving us your support, giving our sponsors your support, because that's how we're on the air. Our sponsors are are responsible for this show. So please support them when the need arises. And uh, we're back fighting the good fight for you every morning, 7 o'clock right here. Spread the good word on KevinSlaytonShow.com. Love you, Mom. Love you, Dad. Love you, Maureen. So long, everybody.